Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. In recent episodes, we've been pressing on through the Gospel of John, chapter 11, and the encounter that Jesus had uh, in raising Lazarus from the dead. Well, when that happened, many of the Jews that had been with Mary in mourning believed, okay? They believed that Jesus was Messiah. They believed what they'd heard. They believed what they'd seen. Some of those Jews, not the ones who believed, but the other ones that were mourning, turned around and went to the Pharisees, who called for a council with the Sanhedrin and told them what happened. Well, the religious rulers, they're apoplectic now. Okay, we saw that in the last episode. They're literally saying, what are we doing? For this man is performing many signs, and if we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him. They were terrified that people would actually believe that Jesus was who he said that he was. And they're saying, what are we doing? <coughs> we got to do something. We've been sort of you know, piddling around with this and threatening to do something. But then we saw something even sadder and more insightful. Not only were they fearful that all men would believe in him, but then they said this, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. <coughs> Excuse me. That's what they were really, really frightened of. They were going to lose their status, their place, and their nation. So verse 49, John 11, listen what happens. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, you know nothing at all. Now, boy, don't you love this guy's attitude, okay? So he's the high priest. The chief priests and the Pharisees and the Sadducees were all the, the top of the religious leadership, were the ones that were meeting and saying this kind of stuff. He was the high priest out of all of them that year. And he says, you know nothing at all, verse 50, nor do you take into account that it is expedient for you that one man die for the people and that the whole nation not perish. Well, that sounds rather uh, profound and theological and prophetic and et cetera, et cetera, except you're saying, what is he talking about? Because the context was what? What are we going to do? We have to do something about this man. So what Caiaphas, the high priest, the main leader is suggesting, you don't know anything. Okay? You're not taking into account something right here. It is far better, is what, this is what he's saying, it's better that one man would die for the people than that the whole nation perish. So he's suggesting that they just get Jesus, that they kill him, and he's actually providing a framework whereby they would be able to do this and to explain this to the people. Let me read verse 50 again. Nor do you take into account that it is expedient for you that one man die for the people and that the whole nation not perish. So their concern being they would lose their position and that the uh, Romans would take away their nation. They thought and they believed that if all men started pursuing Jesus and believed Jesus, that Jesus would raise up a, uh, a mighty army and a righteous army against the Romans. They were still looking for the Messiah that would be the victorious Messiah that would come and rule and reign forever and ever. They did not, and refused to see, because some of them did see this, they did not see the suffering servant Messiah. 
They didn't see that. So in their mind, they're coming along and saying, hey, if all men believe in him, he's going to take away our position. We're going to lose what we have. We're going to lose our place, and we're going to lose our nation because he will bring forth an insurrection against Rome, and he will not win that. That's what they're thinking. That's where they're coming from. So the high priest says, hey, it would be a lot better for this one man to die because they'd had other people that had come through through the years and try to uh, get the people to follow them and come against Rome, and all of them had failed. He says, it's better for one person to die than the whole nation to perish. Now watch this, verse 51. And this is John writing now. John says, now he did not say this of his own initiative, but being a high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one, the children of God who are scattered abroad. So the spirit through John is interpreting what occurred for this particular event, but then also bringing in several other threads of what the Lord has said in the scripture about what was going to happen to the children of Israel. So a lot of intriguing things in these two little verses right here. Verse 51, he did not say this of his own initiative. In other words, he did say it, okay? Caiaphas said it, but it wasn't initiated by him. Well, if it wasn't of his own initiative, then what, what initiated it, okay? What provided the initiative for this? Well, the next part of the phrase says, but being high priest that year, he prophesied. He prophesied. He was the high priest. And it was the Lord God that was speaking through him. And so even though he was speaking what he thought was uh, the only thing that could be done, and when you first read it, you think, well, this is of the flesh because it sounds like he wants to kill this guy. It wasn't of his own initiative. The Lord was speaking through him and was prophesying through him that Jesus was going to die for the nation. He was prophesying through the high priest to all of them that Jesus was going to die for the nation. And he was doing it in the way to where they would hear what the truth is, but it provided for them the answer they thought that they needed. And you say, well, how would God do that? Why would God do that? The Lord often spoke through people. And even more than that, he spoke through Balaam's ass, right? Spoke through an animal, gave it a voice to speak. He spoke uh, profound things through uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, who was an unbeliever at that time. I think Nebuchadnezzar likely was a believer after it was all said and done. Okay, take me to read Daniel 4. But anyway, the Lord can choose to speak any way he wants to. So he prophesied that Jesus was going to die. But then verse 52, not only was he dying for the nation, okay, just for the nation of Israel as they understood it, but in order that he might also gather together into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. Now, this right here, you can look at this in a, in a narrow sense or in a broader sense. I just want to look in both. Was he speaking about the Jewish people that were scattered to other nations? Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. But is he speaking more than that? Because it says the children of God who are scattered abroad. And from the very beginning with the Abrahamic covenant, what you see in Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, particularly in Genesis 15, God forthrightly says to Abraham that all the nations will be blessed through you. All the nations, not just the Jewish people, not just the line that's going to be raised up from you, 
but all the nations. And so I think this is speaking of all the nations, that not only this nation, but also all the children of God that are scattered abroad all over the world will be gathered into one. They'll be gathered into one because of the death that Jesus is going to die. Uh, a profound, profound couple of verses here that give us such insight, not only to what was happening just contextually and logistically at this time, but what the Lord was doing and how the Jewish leadership knew because God himself was prophesying it to them through the high priest. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what, go back and read before you uh, recline upon your night bed this evening. Go back and read John 11. We're on verses 51 through 52. Back up and just read through that and just watch the flow of what we've been covering these many episodes. And I think you'll be amazed at what the Lord reveals to you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again later.